with all the noise in the world? Do you hear the voice of God? Your calendar tells you what to do, but do you remember who you are? Being comes before doing. This is a call to put first things first. Return to the Lord with this daily pattern of prayer and devotion. Set aside this time as a sanctuary. Find a space free of distraction and follow this pattern. Welcome to The Daily Pattern. If you've been around at all, you know that we've taken a little bit of a break from production over the summer. We've been doing reruns in the summer season, but now it's fall and we're starting a new series with new content we're excited about. We're starting a series called Reopening the Bible. As everybody's talking about reopening in society, how do we reopen? When do we reopen? Uh, What does that look like? Business, school, travel, sports, workplaces. Uh, We want to ask, though, before we go back to normal, whatever that is, we want to ask, have we learned anything? Before we reopen again, um, are we doing it faithfully? We want to return to God's Word as the foundation for any reopening. And so in this Reopening the Bible series, we're going to look at uh, six key biblical events that have always defined God's people. Things like creation, covenant, the exodus, We want to look at these major texts in Scripture, and the meditations will follow those and comment on those, and we pray that you're blessed as you reopen God's Word and build your life around it. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. You have made us for yourself, and our hearts are restless until they rest in you. Creator of all things, hear my voice. For you have made it, you who live in heaven. Hear my prayer from earth. I am one person in one little town, in one little corner of your vast creation. Of all the people on the planet, hear me also. In Jesus' name, amen. Confession. O God, in the beginning, you made us good, even very good. I admit the many things in my life that are far from your good intent. I try to change, 
and then find myself in the same place once again. Lord, you know me. Have mercy. Make me right. Forgive my wickedness and bring me back to good again, as you intended from the beginning. Amen. Today our reading is from Acts chapter 1 verses 6 and 7. So when they had come together they asked him, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? He said to them, It is not for you to know the times or seasons that the Father has fixed by his own authority. Our meditation today was written by Megan Rogner. When God creates the lights in the heaven to separate day from night in Genesis, he also intends for them to be for signs and for seasons and for days and years. As Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 1 tells us, For everything there is a season and a time for every matter in heaven. God created time because he knows that we humans in our mortality need the boundaries of hours and days and months to direct our thoughts and actions. I'm a very time-oriented person, probably to a fault. It's nearly impossible for me to show up fashionably late to a party, for example, because punctuality compels me. When my oldest child was a newborn, I drove myself and my husband crazy by obsessively counting the hours of sleep that I got versus the hours of sleep that he got because I wanted to make the sleeping time fair. I imagine that part of the reason that I enjoy teaching is the tidiness of a bell schedule and the neatness of my semester calendar, which parcels the enormity of the task of educating the next generation into a series of manageable due dates. Give me a task and a time frame, and I'm tempted to believe I can accomplish anything. Yet, sometimes I struggle with anxiety, and most of that anxiety is rooted in time. There's either not enough of it, too much of it, or I'm trying to control it. The idea of control seems to be at the heart of Acts chapter 1, verses 6 and 7, our reading for today. When Jesus ascends into heaven, he gives the church a task, but no time frame. The disciples ask a fairly reasonable question. Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom of Israel? When Jesus tells them it is not for you to know the times or seasons that the Father has fixed by his own authority, perhaps he's reminding them that they are not the ones in control. The problem that I've found with trying to control time is that it makes you think in terms of the past and the future, but rarely the present. The main objective becomes meeting a deadline instead of fully engaging in the task at hand. When Jesus tells us that it is not for you to know God's timing, his church can focus on the needs of the present moment, to be his witnesses in every context, to respond to his commands with persistence, but not the anxiety of being either too late or too soon. The paradox of God giving us an awareness of time, but not binding us to it, can remind us that, despite our passing mortality, ultimately, we are not temporary or temporal, which come from the Latin root word tempus, which means time or season. We, like God's kingdom, are made for eternity. 
we pray. Dear Jesus, help us remember that you are always in control. Give us patience and peace in the midst of busy schedules. Help us to remember that our days and weeks belong to you. Amen. The benediction. Oh, the depth of the riches and wisdom and knowledge of God! How unsearchable are his judgments and how inscrutable his ways! For from him and through him and to him are all things. To him be glory forever. Amen.